in the course of my studies, I was looking at Miami, Florida in the 1980s, which was a very difficult time for the city. It had riots, they had huge drug problems, and they had very high crime. Enter into Miami uh, uh, boatloads of uh, Haitians fleeing the turmoil and, and turbulence of their, of their island. So imagine this now. Here are people who are black, who are illiterate, who are not English-speaking people in the first place, who are not welcome into the United States, but who managed to get here anyway because of the short boat rides they had from Haiti to, to Florida. And they flood into um, Miami, Florida. Now, they have all the disadvantages and almost none of the advantages, right? They're poor, they're black, so they would have been discriminated against because of race, just the way African Americans were at the time. Their, their English is limited. They're not even literate necessarily in, in the Haitian tongue. And yet, when we look at their violent crime rates, we find their rates are actually considerably lower than African Americans who lived in Miami, and in some cases lower even than the whites living in Miami. So how can we explain this? since they had all the adversities of African Americans in the same spot at the same time, we would expect comparable rates of violent crime, and yet their rates are much lower. So there must be something about the uh, Haitian way of life, the Haitian culture, that reduced violence in interpersonal relations among the Haitian people who came here, and that seem to hold crime down uh, among them. So this, to me, is a great example, a great illustration of the point that just because a group is poor doesn't mean they're going to have high rates of violent crime. So while it's true that almost all violent offenders are poor, it's not true that all poor groups are violent.